Welcome to Kitzabek Kitzar. We are up to Simon Pei, the halachas of Isuri Shabbos, Sif Chof Zayin. Now the Kitzar starts talking about having a goy warm up your food on Shabbos. And he says that anything that a Jew is not allowed to do on Shabbos, it's also usher to have the guy do it. Amir al-Akum is usher. That's the bottom line. However, in the winter, since you're allowed to have a guy warm up your house, we're going to talk about that. It's Simon Tzadi. So we're knowing that the guy put the cold food near the fire first, and then he lights up the furnace. Since he's lighting the fire to warm up the house, he's not doing it to warm up the food. Geishmatirim. Lighting the fire for the house when it's cold is because everyone is considered a chayla in the cold. And for a chayla, Amir La'akam is, is allowed. Even though lighting the fire is a psik ratio that it's going to warm up the food, the kitzer holds that a psik ratio by an akum is not an issue. The Jew can't put the food by the furnace because he's expecting the guy to light it and warm up his food. The guy has to be the one to put it there. And he has to make sure to put the food there before he turns on the fire. Now, obviously, if he's not actually turning on the furnace to heat up the house, he's just doing it to warm up the food, that's 100% Osir. Some people Osir lighting the fire with the food there, even though he's just lighting it to warm up the house. And even though we are noyeg to be mocked with this, a Baal Nefesh should be machmer on himself. A conscientious person. Assuming that there's not a big tzairech, for this food. And the Kolshikin on, they had, they had these big iron furnaces where they always used, it was meant to well, heat up the house, but they always cooked on them. It's called a Sparkeche. So in a Sparkeche, even if the guy really is doing it to heat up the house, and the food is put there by the guy before he lights it, Yeri Shemayim really should not use that because this furnace is always used for cooking food. Mr. Bruno takes this a step further and says, since it's always used for cooking food, this furnace cannot be lit. It's also delighted. It's not just a, uh, for a year Shemayim to refrain from. Next, the Kitzer says, regarding Zerea planting, if someone pours liquid onto ground that has growth, and it has grass or plants or something on it, that's an Isser of Zerea. Why? Because that liquid is going to aid and it's going to help that ground sprout. That being the case, we should be, we should totally avoid eating in a garden. Because it's very, it's, it's highly unlikely that no one is going to spill on the ground. Besides for this, the kitchen says that you might have an issue of carrying in a garden altogether. If the garden is more than 5,000 amos by 5,000 amas, then it has to be a base dira in order for you to be allowed to carry in there. We're going to talk about that in a couple simonim. Next, the kitchen says, a sponge that has no handle is usher to use to clean a wet surface. If it has a handle, then we're not worried they'll come to squeeze it out. Even though you might, even you might squeeze it out even with the handle, but that would be a davar shein mischaven, and it's not a psikresha with the handle. Next halacha, it's usher to spit just into the ear in a place where the wind will scatter that that saliva. This is an isser of zoyre of winnowing. Right, that's where you throw up the kernels, and the shafts get blown away by the wind. 
So over here with the saliva, it's a told of them. Even if, if that's not your kavona, you're not spitting to make it be scattered around, but it's a psikresha that that's what's, what's going to happen if it's windy. The Mishnambrura goes with a more lenient view that zoire is only usher when you're trying to get the psoilas out from the eichel. You want the shaft to blow away and hang on to the kernels. And over here, that's not what he's doing. So according to the Mishnambrura and the Be'er Alacha, it would be mutter for zoire. There is a separate issue of maybe of carrying if he spits more than Dalit Amas, or if the, even if the wind carries it more than Dalit Amas, then that would be uh, an Avmalacha of Chitzah. Next, the Kitzer says that a girl is also to braid her hair on Shabbos. She's not allowed to undo a braid on Shabbos. She could fix her knee in her hair with her hand. She's just not allowed to use a comb or a brush. However, a brush that's made out of pig's hair, which is a very soft, bristled brush, and so that's not going to pull out any hairs, then it depends. If the brush is not a stiff brush, so there's a very, very solid chance that it won't pull out any hairs, she may use it. But even a brush made out of pig's hair, if it's very firm, it's still usher. If she has a soft, bristled brush, she's definitely allowed to use it to, br- to uh, neaten out her hair if it's a special Shabbos brush. This avoids any issue of looking like she's doing an Uvtu Duchol. Rav Moshe adds that it's better that this brush, that's a special Shabbos brush, should be smaller than a regular brush and not good for a regular brushing. Have a wonderful day.